Hello and welcome to Heal, Pray, Grow, a podcast that helps you heal from rejection, pray for peace, and grow in abundance. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Heal, Pray, Grow podcast. This is your girl, Tanisha Johnson, aka TJ Self Care. Um, I hope you all have been well. I know it's been a couple of weeks since my recording. Life has been lifing, but you know, I'm still here. I'm still here by God's grace. I am happy to share these moments with you. Uh, I'm happy to be a part of your healing journey. And, you know, today I just want to really talk about, you know, feeling our feelings while healing, you know, because it can be a heavy load trying to figure out how to communicate with people that are getting on our nerves, how to continue on with the things we have to do for ourselves, for our family, for those, you know, we care about and love. It can feel exhausting. And, you know, for me, I I always try to create space for transparency um, because I, um, I have been through a lot, as we all have. Um, and I think one of the amazing things that I love about this journey is when I go through things now, I no longer am at a space where um, I'm blaming or putting all the burden on other people. You know, I can see myself and I can see how I played a role in my own suffering, I guess, if that's, you know, just being really honest. And most of the time, I don't like it, just being honest with you. Um, I don't like what I see. I don't like um, the person that I allow people to make me become. And I think that it's just good for us to hold space around that, you know, about what are we going to do, you know, when people say things we don't like and communicate, in, you know, in ways that we don't like and, you know, what are, what is the plan, right? It's like feeling all our feelings and still trying to communicate, still trying to be on our healing journey. So let's jump right into it. So this, um, this, like many of my episodes, um, was, it touched my heart because a lot of the people I'm around, a lot of my clients, a lot of my friends, and as well as myself, we're all kind of going through similar stuff. People are saying stuff or doing stuff that's really making us feel a way and we feel stuck about how to respond. So the first thing I just want to say about it is don't shame yourself for however you show up in the world right now. 
you have to remember that you do not have a lot of tools. Okay. And I know how that may sound. I know you may be like, you know, how could Tanisha say that? Or I've done a lot of work and you know, Tanisha don't know my struggle. And you're right. You're right. Tanisha doesn't know your struggle, but I do want you to really truly look at one thing in particular. If we are struggling, and I say we because me too, if we are struggling to be able to communicate our feelings within conflict, within, you know, people being frustrated or sad or whatever, then we have to acknowledge that, you know what, I don't, I'm not equipped for this. I don't have the tools and that's okay. It's okay not to have the tools, you know. Some days, you know, we may have them. Some days we don't. But it doesn't mean that we're any less than. It doesn't mean that we're not trying. It just means that this is an area where this is showing up. Like, oh, okay, this happened and it kind of made me feel X, Y, Z. I must not be that equipped to handle this type of stuff. And it's like in healing we take note of our feelings. We take note of our experiences and how we respond, but we don't get so like wrapped up in it that it just becomes a part of our identity. You know, it's like now, oh, well, I can't do this. I don't, you know, so I'm not going to try. It's like, no, we take a little note. We take a little note. I had a situation that came up a few months ago for me where I just couldn't handle a conversation. And I told the person that, you know what, I have to go. You know, I have to go. I can't do this. And in the beginning, you know, like I felt like, wow, you know, you've been doing this work for almost nine years. This is all you had. And then I took note and I said, you know, but Tanisha, you know, two, three weeks ago, you wouldn't even have that. It's like you would have allowed this situation and this person to just completely take you out of character, get you upset. You be flustered and crying and all these things. And then you would conclude that this person is evil and vindictive and horrible and a butthole. And you just don't want to deal with anybody like them evermore in life. <laughs> and the idea of, you know, reuniting, rectifying, reunification, all the re's, okay? The idea of any doing any of those wouldn't even hit my mind because it would have been more like, for what? Like, they hurt me. They said this to me. They did this to me. Why do I have to do anything? That would have been the mindset. So just the fact that we can step back and say, oh, something happened here is huge because we didn't have that peace before. And so when you find yourself in situations where, you know, you're wishing that you can respond in different ways, I really want you to ask yourself, you know, but am I doing the best I can right now? And that response is always yes. Now, I know there may be times when you look back and be like, dang, shouldn't have did that person like that. Or, man, you know, I was kind of rough. But even in those situations, it's like you rough for a reason. It's like either something is happening 
that's not really connecting with your spirit or this person already is a trigger for you or the conversation is already a trigger for you. And so even in that, you're still doing the best you can, you know, and I just really want to hold space for this healing journey is hard work. And I don't want you out here creating a checklist of stuff that you want to work on and do. And then when you see yourself not moving in that way, you know, then there's a lot of feelings of guilt and shame, you know, and being overcritical with yourself. I should have did this. I should have did that. You shouldn't have did nothing. You should have did exactly what you did. That's what you should have did. <laughs> And I know you probably listen to this episode like, oh, Tanisha talking different in this one. And it's because, you know, I see a, I see um, uh, 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 a thing in healing that I don't like, which is people feeling like, you know, I'm not disciplined enough. I'm not doing this enough. I'm not doing this enough. And in reality, I mean, we all the time are doing the best we can. And that's going to look different. Sometimes that will look like, you know, you having a lot of capacity and being able to have really hard conversations. And then some days that will look like you having none. And in all the days, it's okay. You really have to look at your situation and start to create space for um, self-care, self-compassion, and self-love on a regular basis we we have to do this on a regular basis it can't be something that we do one time and then that's it you really have to consistently ask yourself how am i going to show up for myself in this moment in this moment you know and and what does that look like because when we start to ask us when we start to you know think our healing journey is supposed to look like other people's and then we use theirs as like a little checkoff list, what we will find is that we start to feel like we're not making any progress. You know, we start to feel like we're not doing anything that we want to do. And that's not true. That's not true. The reality is in every situation, you're doing the best that you can, you know, and I never want you to feel like you're not. So, that would be my number one. And my number two would be, you know, when we are trying to heal and live, as I should say, I want you to ask yourself, you know, what in particular is triggering me and being more aware of that. Self-awareness is powerful. Self-awareness essentially is how you heal. Self-awareness is how you fall back, you know. Self-awareness will stop you in your tracks. It will help you heal from codependency because you will truly learn every single day how to center your own life. You know, a lot of us out here, and we're not living our own lives, you know. We live in other people's lives. We focused on what this person doing, what this person doing. But when you really stop doing all of that and you center your own life, you will find that, man, I got a lot of stuff that I want to do for me. I have a lot of goals that I want to accomplish for me. 
And it will help you to really not be that focused on other people, you know. And it's a it's a hard, you know, pill to swallow when we accept that the strength, you know, the courage, the whatever that we thought we had, we don't necessarily have it. I will say that it's been it's been a journey, you know, for myself because I was one of those people that I don't want to say necessarily thought I was super woman, but I definitely thought that I had more capacity to support people than I actually had. You know, I will say that. And I think over time, what just ended up happening was I was seeing that if I'm really going to be a part of my own life and my own experiences, I wasn't going to be able to help other people in the same capacity that I was helping them. And it was a shocker. You know, it was. Um, It took me a while to accept it, too, because I still wanted to show up as that person. But it's like every time I got ready to help someone or be there for someone, I would have to first check in with myself, you know, like, do I have everything that I need? You know, how am I feeling? Am I hungry? Am I tired? Am I all those things, right, that they tell us to ask ourselves? Like, are you hungry? Are you tired? Are you sleepy? Do you need support? You know, in certain areas, are all your needs met? All those things. Every time I would go by that list, I would be like, wow, they're not. Like, I still got this going on. I still got that going on. And it didn't necessarily stop me from helping people, but I really had to set boundaries on, okay, how much am I, how much of me is is coming into this person's life right now? And is this really benefiting me? You know, is this really benefiting me to show up in this way? And most of the time it wasn't, you know, and I just had to be honest with myself about it you know, and let the person know what my new boundary was based on what I saw, you know, myself experiencing. And it was tough. You know, those situations are always tough. I think it's always tough when we have to really acknowledge that we are not, you know, the people that we think we are, right? Um, It's always tough, you know, but I think the beauty of it, though, is when we really start to learn to be okay with that, you know, and and that's why I want to have this conversation today because I really want you to learn how to be okay with not being able to help everybody, you know. Being in tune with self means acknowledging how you feel in all situations, you know, acknowledge when it's painful, acknowledge when it's too much, and learn to be okay with it. And, you know, that's not always something that is easy to do, but it's definitely something that we should do, you know, because it really helps us start to put all the pieces together. Like, okay, this is me. This is how I show up. 
this is what I want to do. This is what I need to do. This is the conversation I need to have with this person. Okay. Like this is what, this is what the next step is. And then we have those conversations, you know, um, and we're transparent with people, but I just want you to like every single day practice, like giving yourself that self-compassion, giving yourself that grace, because this truly is how we practice self-love and get to know ourselves. It's like, if you don't know your capacity and you don't know when enough is enough, you'll keep going, you know, and you'll burn out. And one thing that I can tell you is there is no healing um, that's going to come from you burning yourself out. It's just not. There's no healing that's going to come from that. You know, there is no amount of love and support that you can never give anybody else that's going to fill you up. It's just not going to happen. It may make you feel good for a little bit, but the constant going, 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 supporting somebody else is only going to leave you feeling depleted eventually. You know, it has to be a time where you accept that you need the same support that you give everybody else and then actively seek that out. And it's like when we are in tune with our feelings, we learn to accept that this is just a part of life. This is a part of healing from codependency. You know, again, that awareness knowing who we are, knowing what we need, actively speaking it out, all of those things that's hard to do that none of us want to (laughs) do. That's the requirement, you know, um, that's the the requirement. So I know I'm saying a lot today, and, and my mission was really just To let you know that you're loved. To let you know that it's okay for you to forgive yourself. To show yourself grace during this time. You're doing new things that you haven't done before. You're having conversations that you have never had before. You are allowing yourself to think on a higher plane that you may have never thought on before. So do not beat yourself up about, you know, not showing up for people. The amount of times you say no, and you just lay in the bed and you do nothing. Like all of these things are, is just what happens when you heal, you know. Um, This is what healing is all about. Even when you think about healing, like from a wound or something, like from a physical standpoint or physiological, I I should say, standpoint. It's like you have to rest, right? Like the, what do they say? Like even when we get sick, we heal our body through resting, through, you know, nutrients, drinking lots of water. So it's like, look at your healing journey as if you've been sick for years, you know, 
you've been sick with the codependency bug and the way you heal it is by sitting down acknowledging that it's too much forgiving yourself for doing more than what you did you know accepting that you have to make these changes and then making yourself a priority you know we are obligated you know i tell people all the time look at it like you are obligated now to make these changes because you now know you know you know where you stand you know why now you know your why you are accepting that you are a people pleaser you are accepting that at one point the way, the only way you knew to take care of yourself was to take care of others. And now you are positioned in a position in life where you want to take care of yourselves and you acknowledge that that's a requirement. So it's going to require rest. It's going to require awareness. It's going to require you to say no in times where you may have said yes. Like, this is truly what the healing journey is all about. And the only way that you are going to be able to succumb, feeling all of your emotions and still living and still processing and still doing everything that's on your list to do for yourself and your family and your children, all those people, is by you accepting that Setting boundaries has to be a requirement. Healing is a requirement. Feeling my feelings is a requirement. And I'm going to give myself the compassion. I'm going to take care of myself. I'm going to love myself as I am. I am not going to shame myself. I'm not going to say I'm not doing this enough. I'm, I should be doing this. I should be doing that. The only thing that I should be doing is sitting here resting, being in tune with myself, asking myself what I need day to day, moment to moment. That is your healing journey. That's your peace. And that's what I hope you are doing. Um, so as always, I have a scripture. Um, Ephesians 4, 32. It says, be kind to one another tender-hearted, forgiving one another as God in Christ forgave you. And I just want to put a little twist on this. You know, even though it says be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, I just want to insert you and take out the other. <laughs> okay? When I read this scripture, what speaks to me is being kind to ourselves. Would you talk to a friend the same way you talk to yourself when your friend came to you and they told you how things felt hard would you come back with were you not working hard enough and this is what you need to do no i mean hopefully maybe after the second or third time of you telling them but originally you wouldn't you wouldn't do that you will listen to them. You will be open to them. And then, you know, you may, you know, solicit, you know, you may give some unsolicited advice. 
<laughs> you know, or you may ask them what they need and then you guys move from there. But you wouldn't like criticize them. So why criticize yourself? Forgive yourself. You know, we didn't know what we didn't know, but we do now. And you making changes now. But it's like, don't beat yourself up because you're not making changes in a certain time frame. It's like you're doing the best you can in, in every moment that you can. And remember that God already knows and he he's already forgiven all of us. So this idea that you know, we not doing enough and we need to do more. That's all just us shaming ourselves. Like God is not even in that no more. He knows our capabilities and he knows what we can do. And he just expect us that when the light bulb come on, that we make the changes. Why are you going around and around about what you can't do? Just do what you can do. That don't even make no sense when we think about it for a long time. I had a situation where, you know, because I've been going through this thing lately. Because uh, for those of you who listen to, the, to listen to the podcast, more than likely, you know, you follow me on social media. And um, I've just really been trying to figure out how do I want to continue to show up on social media in a way that feels good to me. Because... You know, I like the video, but the, and Instagram likes the videos and TikTok loves the videos. But the biggest thing that I really like is my writing. And so I've been finding ways to connect more, you know, with my writing and get back to just writing. And when I post stuff and you guys like it, you know, I'm just like, Tanisha, this is, you know, people do like the writing. So maybe this is you. Like, thinking like, oh, I'm not doing enough. And I really need to do the videos. And that's what people like. And, um, oh, social media is not showing my stuff to enough people. Because it's not a video and all that other stuff. I, I said to this, you do what's working. What works for you. And so that's my message to you today. Like, if you are in that season of, like, all these emotions are coming up and, you know, you're trying to figure out how do you manage all of this stuff, you manage it by giving yourself grace that this is new. These are tools that you've never used. So it's going to make sense that there's a struggle. You know, it's going to make sense in the beginning that there's a struggle, that there's something going on, that, you know, you get frustrated. All of these things are supposed to happen. You know, it's, it's just a part of the work that I'm doing, that you're doing, that we're, that we're all doing, you know, in a sense. And so I hope that this has just been encouraging and you know inspiring to you and uplifting and please remember throughout the course of this week you are loved you are seen um 
I love you. God loves you. Hopefully you love you. And the combination of all of those love yous, you are going to be okay. I know it may not feel like it. I know it may feel really hard and confusing. Um, but you are going to get through it. And I have nothing but good wishes and good hopes. Um, and big dreams for where your healing journey is taking you. So I hope you have an amazing week. An amazing day. Um, and I look forward to seeing you in the next podcast. Yes, just to give a little updates, recaps. The book is still under editing. So my editor moved to Mexico in the middle of my editing process. So things are slightly delayed. But I'm just saying everything in God's time. Um, you will start to see and hear some new voices on the podcast, probably around July. Um, and what else was it that I wanted to tell you? Oh, yes. Please follow my YouTube channel if you want to see like some live footage, you know, and really be connected with me in that way. Um. Uh, Follow my YouTube channel, Moments of Reflection. I have videos where I'm talking about, um, you know, my healing journey and just really giving you guys some insight on um, things that I maneuver through and, and giving you the gems of, you know, things that I've learned and ways that I've evolved in my healing journey. And I started the channel because so many people were like, you know, Tanisha, you know, how did you overcome this? How did you overcome that? What does healing look like? And so I really want to give you a glimpse of what it truly looks like in real time. And so I started uh, Moments of Reflection. So I am super excited for you to listen, subscribe. I put the link um, underneath this um, underneath this episode for you to check it out. And of course, I am accepting new clients at this time. Um, so if you are looking for someone to support you on your journey, I have lots of uh, new services that I've added. I have VIP days. I have bi-weekly sessions. I have monthly sessions. Um, I have a new intro um, session for people who, you know, really want to know, like, first off, you know, are you a good fit? And, you know, do I want to do this? If so, do I want to do this with you? <laughs> so I have an intro session set up. Um, this hardly like penny on, pennies on the dime, I would say. Uh, but I just encourage you to look at all my services. And, you know, if you are looking for someone to support you, I am that person. Um, and I look forward to sharing with you and supporting you on your healing journey. I will see you in the next episode. Have a wonderful week. Bye.